Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Welcome back to the James Gilmore Show. It's me. I'm really excited about this interview this week. Nell Meskel is, I believe, one of the most exciting new names in music. For me, it was her latest single, In My Head, that really won me over to being a true fan of hers. The song reminds me a lot of LaRue. That may be a really rogue reference, but I think if you listen to In My Head and you listen to LaRue, you'll know exactly what I mean. A bit of Robin as well. These are references that I don't really understand myself, in all honesty, but it's just what it makes me feel. She is an incredible singer-songwriter who's rising the right way. This isn't an artist who's risen through virality on TikTok or anything other than actually just building a fan base, doing it the right way, and with really great, heartfelt music with really smart lyrics. Some of her songs that we'll talk about in this episode aren't actually available online anymore, uh, which I think is a really interesting part of her journey in itself, that really battle that she's faced between what she wants people to see her as now as an artist and maybe music she put online when she was younger. And that's not something that gets spoken about that often, but is I think increasingly common because it's been so easy now for more than 10 years to just post music online regardless of your age. I really believe that this artist is gonna be absolutely massive. She's building the right way. The music's incredible. And I hope you enjoy this conversation as much as I had recording it. So this is my interview with Nell Meskel. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Now, Mesco, how are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm good, thank you. I feel like I've got so many questions. Half of them have to do with your music. Half of them are random questions that I generally thought about on the train. For example, okay. do you have a personal love of the drink Mezcal? Because technically that's very similar to your surname. I, this is a tough one because I don't really, I love tequila. Fine. But I don't have Mezcal a lot. Fine. See, I, I don't know do. what, I don't know what that is. So these are really. I, yeah, I, it, it is a tequila. Fine. It, okay. I, I, don't know. I think it's a tequila and I am a tequila girl, but I don't ever have a mezcal. Fine. You see, you would have thought that I would have known what it was seeing as I asked the I question. I should know. But... I'm like, I'm definitely asked this question a lot and I'm pretty sure. Fine. Oh, I thought I was being very <laughs> original with that one. But nice to know <laughs> that I'm not. Well, your music, I've been obsessed. I think for me in particular, in my head is the song that's really I've really resonated with and it's obviously shot right up to being your most popular track at the moment on Spotify as well so we're gonna dive into all of that but firstly I wanted to ask 
what your journey was into music as somebody who's from a public perspective risen up pretty quickly uh, over the past year or so yeah it's definitely been quite a long process um i've been kind of involved in music my whole life and doing anything that kind of brought me closer to where i am now and um but i started writing and kind of taking it seriously when i was like 13 and i met my management during covid um and then i moved to london and we've just been doing a lot of groundwork ever since then um which i'm so grateful for i'm so grateful for all the work we got to do behind the scenes before actually launching anything because you know i think that uh it's really given us a great base to kind of jump from so um yeah it feels like uh, a long process but i guess yeah when you're seeing just from the music coming out it's like oh it's been quite quick but it doesn't feel that way i think the process is so important but that takes i feel like especially from an artist a huge amount of patience is that something that you struggled with at all? Yeah, I I came over to London for three months before I had kind of made the decision to move here. And I remember I wrote like my first song that I had written in London. And I was like to my team, like, why aren't we releasing this? And this was like 2021. And I was like, not ready to be releasing music. And I was like, so impatient. I was so excited. And every song I'd write, I was like, this is the one, this is when we have to do it now. And like, I'm, I've never been more grateful to have uh, had a, better group of people around me that were like no these are great but let's just give it some time and um yeah patience is key and I'm not very patient what was the moment for you if you have had that moment yet when you realized oh yeah now I'm ready um I think it was we were kind of playing with the idea of releasing a song and I wrote graduating quite quickly and I was just like this just feels like I have to do it whether it's gonna be the song that starts something or does something numbers wise or whatever. I was just like, it feels like it has to come out and it feels like the right time. Um, and I just felt so ready. And every time we would talk about it, I was like, this has to be the one. And we kind of didn't really have to talk too much about it. I think everyone just kind of said, okay, let's do it. And it was out just as quick as it was written. So that felt like a kind of pushing point of me to be like, okay, I'm not even gonna do anything after graduating. Cause when graduating came out, we kind of went silent again. Um, and that was kind of just what I wanted. I just wanted to release a song and just have it out so that people knew that I was being serious about it. Um, but yeah, I definitely think this year is going to be a little bit different because there's definitely a lot more music coming out and a bit more regimented rather than just like, oh, I'm just going to throw a song out this summer and then never do anything. <laughs> I think what's so interesting as well is that as a fan, just listening to the music, you can tell how much thought has gone into the lyrics and the delivery and the production. It's one thing for somebody to decide, I'm really passionate about music, I wanna be an artist, and then to do the thing that a lot of people do, which is like, go and start accepting song submissions, or even just like, start putting out a ton of demos on TikTok and putting out that. But like, it feels like there's more thoughtfulness, is the word I would use, behind the music itself. Does that resonate with you at all? Yeah, I think it's difficult because I do see a lot of people posting a lot of their demos without kind of knowing what's coming next. And I like have such a respect for that. But I think that me personally, I think I'd be too swayed on like people's opinion of being like, oh, this song should come out next because this is what these people like or this one should be next because they didn't like that one. And I kind of I get that because I've been playing a lot of unreleased stuff Um my shows you definitely have people being like oh please let this be the next single and I think that when I don't let kind of my opinions be based off that I think it can be a lot 
easier to be thoughtful because I'm like, what do I want and what do I think will be the best, uh, the best foot forward? And um, yeah, it can be difficult to not just be like, I just want to show everyone everything and just like have people decide for me. But yeah, I think I don't even know if that answers your question, but I think that um, intent is so important, and I try to be intentional um, with everything that I do. Yeah, I I think it's so interesting because it's not what I would call not like the normal thing to do right now where we are right now in music but if you look back at you know the easy one to throw out is it would be Adele who's an artist that is I think very traditional in the same way as in same way as you are of like really spending time on music and then picking the right moment for her to release that next song and knowing that the music itself and the message you've got in your music is powerful enough that it will cut through regardless of like the season or what's trending online yeah I yeah I think that I don't know I think you just have to make sure that you're making the decision that's best for you because I think if you get caught up um and it's so easy to get caught up now in like what is trending and what is like what everyone else is doing. And I know that sounds so pick me up like, oh, you got to try and be in your own lane, but you really do have to try and just do what makes sense for you. And also, yeah, like you said, it kind of, if you've got something to say, it will cut through and people will listen. And I, mm. I see that with so many people. I'm like these, like so many musicians and so many of my peers, they just have things to say that are so great. And I'm like me for one, I'm like ready to listen and I'm ready to hear them. So you kind of just hope that people are willing to do that for you. We'll be right back after this. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. I wanted to jump into graduating. As you said, it was the first song and it, it was a bit like mysterious is the word I'd use. Um, I wanted to highlight though the chorus because I would and I did, but I, I made my bed and I promised to lie in it and I don't regret a thing. So I think obviously a very personal place to come from on the first song that anybody's ever heard from you. <laughs> what was that like for you, even just for like your friends and family to be so honest in a way that's different to just like pulling up a friend and saying, oh, by the way, this is what I'm going through right now. Yeah, I think a lot of people were like kind of holding their breaths because it was quite, I don't know, I, it definitely felt like, I mean, Homesick came out after and it, that felt personal, but it didn't feel as personal as graduating because I felt like there was so much at stake with graduating of being like, I'm not just talking about myself here. I'm talking about things that impacted me and people that impacted me and um, whether that was like positively or negatively. And I didn't want anyone to have their feelings hurt, but also I was like, I wrote this as someone who had their feelings hurt. And exactly. that's just as important as like trying to look after other people as trying to look after yourself and trying to give, I guess, um, the person that was hurt in, in me the space to kind of talk about it. Um, and yeah, I, I definitely was freaking out the night it came out. I was like, it was 10 minutes to midnight and I called my mom and I was like, oh no, this was a huge mistake. People are going to talk about this or whatever. And I think my mom was just distressed and wasn't very much help. But 
Um, I don't know. I, I think that being honest is so important. And I think that that was a song that I wanted to write and I wanted people to hear. And I'm very glad that it was the one I led with. Did it help you get closure for the situation that you went through? Yeah, I think so. And like, I think even singing it live was a huge thing after that. Like when it came out and I was like, oh, this has resonated with people. And it's not one of the songs of mine that has like done the best, but like you can see it like in the audience when I'm singing it, the people that have been there from the beginning, they have a really big love for that song, which I'm so grateful for. And it really resonates with them. And that was my whole goal. So um, yeah, it's definitely become one of those songs that I don't kind of think about and like want to have a cry after now. I'm just like, oh, that's sick. I think it's interesting closure through music. It's actually like for me personally, the that's what the past 24 hours has been of um, an artist that I used to be very, very close with and went to their show last night. And it was like, I think it, it's so interesting Obviously, for me, I, on the other end of that, I'm not the person that made the music, but how music can really take you back to the core of like how you are feeling right in that moment. Because I think when we're dealing with like these challenges and obstacles in our lives, there's so many issues that get amplified that actually that they're not nowhere near as important as we think they are in the moment. And I just find it so interesting. I was, for me personally, I was in a venue last night standing right at the back finally being like oh my god it was suddenly that I gained that clarity again and I think it would have taken to hear that song that reminded you of that place in that situation I think especially in this situation when the yeah. songs potentially relate to the thing that you went through you go yeah. oh my god like I see it now and I think yeah, that's something sure. I, I sometimes I wonder if if for people who aren't able to have that experience people who never hear that song that whether it was about them or not like directly relates to the situation they were going through they feel a kinship to it yeah if they like how they how people can gain that clarity I think that's one of the things that music's so powerful for yeah I mean like there's nothing better than hearing a song that like you heard when you were going through a rough time whether it was like a few months ago or like years ago and all of a sudden being like whoa and it takes you right back there but it's not as intense because you're like okay I can see that for what it is because you've taken time away yeah from um yeah for sure I get that a lot this might be a weird question to ask um as if all of them haven't just asked her from the mezcal question but um <laughs> One of the things that like immediately took me back and that I immediately as a fan drew me to your music was your voice because it's so powerful and strong and different to it's not like what the 2023 pop vocal is. I think it's incredible. How did you like, and I mean this in the most literal sense, <laughs> find your voice in singing? Um, I guess that because I didn't, I, I wasn't writing songs when I was like five that actually meant anything. I don't know anyone who did that, but I was, it was always just singing. And that was just the way that I um, got, felt cathartic. And that was the way that I got my feelings out. Um, so that was always the focal point of everything. And I went to singing lessons my whole life and trained in classical and musical theater and things like that. So that was always the most important thing. Um, and then when I did start writing, I was like, how do I make, I always led with emotion and I wouldn't really be like, I feel like that was my first issue with writing because I was like, okay, I feel like these songs are really emotional, but I want to bring people in rather than just like, I'm sad. 
because of this or whatever. I want to bring them into a world of like, this is where, when, what I was wearing, all this kind of stuff. And I felt like that was a lot to do with my influences at the time of being like, how do I make it a story rather than just like lead with my vocals and like, that's it. So that now I feel like I'm at the point where I'm like kind of doing it all a little, I'm kind of, I found a way to kind of do it all. And I feel like, I don't really know. I don't really know. Like when it comes to my voice, I'm like, I hope people hear it for how I want it to be heard. Like I love when my voice is just on a voice memo because mm. I'm like, I think that's when it's at its most raw. But I, yeah, I don't know. It's it's a hard question to ask because I don't really know how someone finds Where's their your voice. voice. Yeah, it's yeah. just a weird one because I, I really struggle with it because I'm like, I love my voice when it's at its most, like literally just on a voice memo and it's the worst sound you've ever heard. Um, and I find it really difficult to listen to it when it's like high quality and someone's done like a lot of work because I'm like, oh, it's just, it's, it's a weird one. But yeah, I don't know. I think I just rambled for like five minutes there. <laughs> no, not at all. I think, I mean, it's, there's, there's no such thing as a wrong answer. And it, I think what is really important though is like, there aren't straight lines in these things. It is yeah. like, this is, we are discovering ourselves as we go through it. On yeah. which note, I wanted to talking about missing you. I feel like, again, speaking as a fan it felt like one of the first moments that Nell Meskel gonna use the word it like it really happened but this is a song that's that's grown a fandom around it really what's it that like for you and then and now to have released a song that was entirely of your making and was this little baby and you put it out and now approaching a million streams on Spotify it's strange because Missing You was the last song that I released um of like my old stuff so I had four songs up including Missing You and I took mm-hmm. three of them down and like one of them was well over a million and like the other few were kind of doing quite well but it was they just didn't feel like me and I think that the reason to take them down was I didn't want them to get this fan base that people loved it so much because I didn't want to ever sing them in front of people <laughs> <laughs> so I was like okay if I take them down now I'm like taking them down before people get really attached and definitely a few people were attached to them and I still get messages about them, which sometimes makes me sad, but sometimes I'm like, I've, I've done, I've done work for the greater good here. <laughs> no one else needed to hear these songs, but I kind of kept missing you um, because it was on an ad back home in Ireland. And I was like, oh, I didn't really know if it was ever going to be needed again. So I kept it up. And now I kind of feel too bad taking it down because it has created this like life of its own and I'm really happy for that I don't think I'll ever be singing it live um and maybe I'll rework it at some point to a point where I'm like really comfortable with it and love it again but I think it's kind of nice to see the growth like I feel like if you listen to it in my head and then you listen to Missing You it's definitely a huge like my voice has changed I was a baby in Missing You and I feel like it's kind of nice to see that like that progression but yeah I do cringe when I listen to it <laughs> I was going to ask if we'll be seeing in a live set anymore. So you've um, you've answered that question. Yeah, I don't like. I have a song called Swing Sets, which is my most popular, and I like don't. I've sung that live once, I think, and then stopped. And I don't think it will ever see the light of day again. But who? I ne- I never want to say never because maybe at some point. But um, you could start yeah. doing that thing of just gaslighting people into believing it never existed. <laughs> it never. It never well, happened. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. Never heard it in my life. Let's talk about in my head. That's obviously the current single. Talk yeah. to me about the creative process. How this song came into existence 
Um, I wrote the song with my best friend Kai Bosch, um, who's an artist, and uh, he opened for my show, my first headline in London, and we became quick friends, and I went over for a session at his house, and we wrote it quite kind of instantly. It was just like a song, it was, we went in and the song was written, and we were like, what is happening? Because it was like, I think we both knew it was a song we both loved instantly. And I kind of remember being like, okay, this is the song that I just want to make sure gets given the best chance. Um, so yeah, we kind of sat on it for a little while and made sure that it was perfect. But like, it was just one of those things that I don't think either of us ever expected to have written a song like that because we didn't really know each other that well. <laughs> and mm. went into it and kind of lay everything on the table and was like, this is what we want to talk about and let's be really honest. Um, and in my head kind of became a thing and I, I love it so much and I'm really glad that I got to work on it with someone that's now one of my best friends um but yeah do you feel like in my head is a part of a new chapter for you because to me like when I first heard this song as I think I said before this was a song that where I went whoa like this is this you know this is this is in my head this is the song <laughs> I'm like th did you feel that at any point whilst making it or like since it's come out yeah we definitely like whenever we would go in like just to work on it a bit more we would always leave the session being like oh my god this one's this one's so great and I really want to give it its best chance to just like be heard by as many people as possible and like, I remember being like, I don't want it to be the first song we release in the year because everyone's releasing at this time. I want to kind of give it its own little space. Um, and I'm so glad, like it's just been resonating with so many people. And I think that's like, as I said about graduating, it's like, if it resonates with one person, I'm happy. And I'm just glad this one has been resonating with a few more people. And yeah, it's just, it, it feels really special to me. And whenever I would play it live, it like made me really love playing live. Mm. Um, and it's my band's favorite song and that makes me excited because yeah. I like peers are liking what I'm doing but um yeah I love it so I'm glad that people have kind of been feeling the same way I mean it actually slaps and it's not a song <laughs> that when you start listening to it the first bit you don't think it's going to go so hard as it does <laughs> uh, because it's it, obviously the production really builds throughout it but by the end of the song you were like you're moving to this song and I have to say like lyrically I wanted to focus on the chorus a little bit because we played this song a lot on the radio, but I don't know. So sometimes I think, especially as a listener, you listen to songs and you don't really listen to what the artists are saying, but the lyricism in the chorus, you cut me loose when I hung around. That is genius. <laughs> yeah. I wanted you, but you wanted out another genius couplet there. I bite my tongue and he pins me down another genius. And then you top it off with, cause I think of you at your mother's house, which is the most like, it's it kind of that line compared to what what comes before it the only thing i can think of in my head is i don't know if you've ever seen one of those videos where there's like a tape a round table with lots of like plates and cutlery on it and then somebody goes and grabs the tablecloth and takes it out yeah, yeah. that's like that feeling of just kind of like what you're brought back into it right at that last bit um so what sort of damage were you trying to do to us on this song exactly <laughs> <laughs> um it was weird because when we started writing it I was kind of uncomfortable with what we were writing about because I never go there like I mm. just don't ever talk about 
that those kind of topics so I was really uncomfortable and I think Kai could sense that and I think I was trying to be like let's let's like stop writing this one let's start a new one about something else um so I think because I was so uncomfortable I think we were just trying to push that a little bit um to make something that yeah was quite damaging to everyone involved but um yeah, I don't know. I think that uh, I wanted it to be a little bit weird, but also just to be like such a clear message of like never getting too comfortable in the like idea of being sad. Like I kind of wanted it to be like, yeah, you cut me loose, whatever, but then bringing it right back to mother's house because I just thought that was like the saddest thing we could have done. <laughs> and I really liked it that way. But, like just bringing it back to this like idea of that, like we're kind of gaslighting ourselves all the time. Um, but yeah, I'm glad you like it. It's such, I think, a visual song for a song that actually, I mean, even looking at the artwork, which for most people is the first thing, they first interaction they have with a song, like the artwork gives you nothing visual in terms of painting the picture of the story. It really yeah. is down to the song. So I think the fact that everybody who listens to this song can really imagine for their own life this situation and that sort of pain and exactly to use your words like the gaslighting we do to ourselves in these situations I think is is it's such a testament to how strong the song is and um and yeah I it's in my head there's no other way I can say <laughs> it for no mess school fans yes me and alike um what can we expect from you for the rest of this year without making we don't want any spoilers yeah um I've been working a lot um and I've been writing a lot of things and meeting a lot of people and working with them and um there's definitely going to be a lot more music out this year um and I'm playing a lot of shows some that I haven't talked about yet but um that I'll be announcing very soon and I'm really excited about but yeah I think the key is just like keep looking at on all those platforms that I'm on to just be like okay what is she saying next <laughs> because I, I sometimes I don't even know and then I'll just post about it I'm like oh it's happening <laughs> um, but yeah there definitely is a lot of stuff I just haven't talked about it yet so everyone to keep going definitely it's so exciting now thank you so much for chatting and I thank feel like we've been me. on a real bloody journey on this one so <laughs> <laughs> Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.